Welcome to Under Two Capes. I'm Jared. And I'm Lad. And we are going to, to, to start discussing Marvel. It's finally time to go over to the other side of the fence, Lad. Yes, finally. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Lad. All right. Now, this is going to be kind of a different one than we've, no- than we've normally done in the past in that in this episode, we're not going to really talk about stories or characters yet. That'll come probably in the next couple of episodes. But now we're going to start with, so we've talked about, you know, Lad and I have, have had discussions over the course of the last couple of episodes about how we have I- I- issues with certain components of Marvel Comics. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about if we were in charge, how would we fix Marvel Comics? And to, to a certain degree, the MCU going forward. So, Lad, do you want to start? Yeah, so... I guess the first thing we're going to look at is, like, definitely want to check out the comics first, and then we're probably going to move to the MCU after that. Do you think that's... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, because here's the thing, they're going to be intertwined to a certain degree, because remember, most people know Marvel, because what normally happens when a superhero movie um, comes out is it generates a lot of buzz for the comics, because people see the movie, and they're like, oh, I want to see more of this character. Because when you think about it, you have essentially... A, 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 how many, however many comics for a character there are, that's pretty much a, a, a type of movie, if you will. Yeah. All right. So, lad, do you want to start w- with your first pick on how you would fix Marvel Comics? So, I guess, a, I'd say a good point to start off with is they really need to. Bring the main characters, like the most, the best-selling ones, and also the most popular characters, kind of really refocus on their storylines and maybe expand upon them in new ways. Don't try to focus too much on like reversions of the same characters, like all new, all different. Try to do like yeah. really focus on the main characters. But here's the thing: I want them to do it like individually, like kind of like with less crossover to start with. Mm-hmm. To really build up their validity as a superhero and then start doing some cool crossovers with that afterwards. Yeah, because uh, th- that's what DC d- does with Wonder Woman. Now, a lot of people complain that Wonder Woman's stories herself don't really have a lot of effects on the main DC continuity per se. I mean, the new f- f- 52 did because that's where she was established as the God of War temporarily. But w- w- what those right. comics really do is they really inform on who Diana is. Her, ba- her background a little bit more as, as, a, as a girl growing up on Themyscira because we've never seen that to, a, to any degree, I don't think. Right. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. They need to focus on their top-selling uh, legacy characters and, and do less events. I mean, obviously, they, they have to do at least one big yearly event. But I feel like we'll, oh, basically what Marvel Comics has turned into is event, 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 event. Right. Where right. what they don't realize is that these characters became beloved in their, uh, on their own to a certain degree. Hmm. Right. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you there that, that, that they definitely have to focus on like, uh, on like Iron Man and Captain America. They also have to pay respect to those characters. Like no more making Captain America a Hydra agent or any, <laughs> anything like that. I mean, it was a good story. It would have been better as an Elseworlds story, like a multiverse, because here's the thing about Marvel. I want to correct one thing. 
that I've said in the past, Marvel does have, have a multiverse. It, it was rebuilt by, by the Fantastic Four, basically. So in the comics, they have the multiverse. But um, I was referring to the movies when I, I made that statement that Marvel really doesn't have a multiverse. Now, the fans will never forgive you. Yeah, I know. But see... It would have been better as uh, a Secret Empire would have been better as an Elseworld story because it it would have been like essentially do what DC did with Injustice because they made that an Elseworld story, right? They utilized the multiverse to say, hey, let's make let's tell this story outside the main continuity, like with uh, with DC's zombie uh, series Deceased, which is quite frankly one of the best things that is coming out of DC ever. It's like universally beloved by every dc fan even though it's an out of continuity story now now the the question is though is that a ripoff by dc of marvel zombie now that's an interesting question well here's the thing dc has technically done a zombie story in the past that's kind of what blackest night was okay that's fair which you can make the argument that that's kind of the same because here's the thing but here's the, the very distinct difference. Deceased is not, it, it's not a zombie virus. It's, a, it's the anti-life equation that's been corrupted. Right. And the zombies all have like a hive mindset. Because in Marvel Zombies, to, to a certain degree, each character has their own personality. No, in, in Deceased, they're all like one hive mind. Right, right. So it, 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 well, obviously, well, here's the thing. Every zombie show is a, a ripoff of the previous zombie thing. Right, right. There's been a lot of <laughs> yeah. There's been like a crap ton of of uh, zombie of zombie content recently, but yeah, well, not even in comics. Just like in general, in general, like, yeah. The the zombie thing is played up a lot, <laughs> particularly in like the early two thousands. It's like ridiculous. I'm like, stop it. What's the yeah. next monster zombie. fact gonna be? Right, zombies eat your brain for yeah. left for dead. World War Z, World War Z I. Right. Yeah, but. Anyway, but all right, so, so, so yeah, so uh, what DC did is they tell all these fantastic storylines by utilizing the multiverse more. Because what Marvel does, they have a lot of great stories in the multiverse. Ergo, Marvel Zombies. That's in the multiverse. Right. What Marvel has to do is they have to make their main continuity the one where they pay the most respect to these characters. And then if they want to tell a different story, do it in the multiverse. Right. Because I'm not saying those stories shouldn't be told because, it, like I said, when I read up on what Secret Empire did, it's a very interesting story. It, it is cool mm -hmm. to have Captain America be the bad guy this entire time. But yeah. what you have to realize is that this character has so much history previously. That, that's the thing that really angers me the most about Marvel is that they don't pay respect or proper respect to their legacy characters, the characters that made them Marvel. Right. That's a pretty good point. Yeah, that... Uh, yeah, Marvel does that a lot sometimes, you know, especially with All New, All Different was very flagrant on that, and yeah. I feel like... Oh, boy. Yeah, we get into a whole topic on that, but in the interest of time, we'll move on to... I think I have a second point I wanted to make about this. Go ahead. Um, the Marvel Comics need to stop being the testing ground for the MCU movie. Yeah. It's a major problem. Yeah, because what they could do, I mean, to a certain degree, yeah, the, it's a good idea to use the comics to like, gauge which characters are popular so you can throw out a movie. Because uh, b 
because when you think about it, if you you want to get the the comic book reader to to come and see your movie too, because those are the ones that that are gonna that that are uh, that that movie is partly made for, right. but. You don't want. I don't think that everything in Marvel should revolve around the MCU. Not everything. Mm-hmm. Now they can. Ha- they could have. They could align it to, to the MCU a little bit, and this is where the all new, all different Marvel thing comes in again. Because when the MCU started started really picking up, they did the all new, all different thing. Now this could have have just been bad timing. Or just plain marketing uh, stupidity uh, in, in my mind. But they replaced all the characters that were in the MCU with newer versions like J- like Girl Thor, uh, uh, Iron Heart Iron Man, which is basically uh, a female version of Iron Man. It's like mm-hmm. it got to the point where if you wanted to read an Iron Man comic, like let's say you went to go see like Iron Man 3. Right. Like, okay, I'm really in the mood for an Iron Man comic because I've done that. I'm like, you know what? I, I saw like, say, Birds of Prey, and I went on DC Universe when I saw the movie and watched it and read a Birds of Prey comic. Actually, pretty interesting. But the point is, they go in there to read like Tony Stark. They get Riri Williams. Yeah, yeah. That I think is really, really one of the worst decisions Marvel has ever made. They should have now. Now would have been a better time to do an all new, all different Marvel thing. Now after. Endgame because you can re- you can replace Iron Man. I mean, I don't want them to, to put Ironheart in the MCU and replace her with Iron Man, but that's another thing. But if they were going to do that, now would be a very good time to to, to bring an all new, all different. This would be a better time. Right, right. That would, yeah, it makes sense. Like, uh, 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 personally, uh, um, uh, let me tell you what one of my things to fix Marvel. I think they should just reboot the continuity. Like, do it the way Flashpoint rebooted the DC universe. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about rebirth where it's like a soft reboot. I think they need, like, almost a hard reboot to to the extent where they have to... they, They basically should take out all new, all different. Like, totally, like, done with it. Yeah. Because when you look at when you look at the comics that don't sell or the ones that people are the most upset about, it's all new, all different. Because when they think of the Hulk, they don't think of Amadeus Cho. They don't right. think when they think of Ms. Marvel, at least me, I don't think <laughs> of Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan, I like fans. I just want you to know, I like Kamala Khan. Don't listen to him. Okay. Well, the point is that. It's, it's, and when I think of like, let's see, what's another one? Well, when I think of Iron, well, at least with Iron Heart, they gave her a different name. Right. When I think of Captain America, really, I think of Steve Rogers, not Sam Wilson or Bucky Barnes or like um, they actually tried multiple times to replace Captain America with a woman. They did? Yeah, multiple times. Oh, I didn't know that. Because if you look at their marketing, uh, they, they were marketing their di- digital comic service which i was actually thinking of uh, signing up for just to check it out because they have all the all the new stuff on there too yeah marvel universe uh, um uh, marvel unlimited i think i was oh yeah shoot yeah. oh yeah. fans are gonna kill me <laughs> all right well anyway uh, it's, which i was thinking of signing up for i have to see how it's priced and everything because right particularly if i'm gonna be a comic book podcast following stories mm-hmm. but the point is I actually forgot the line. I thought I was going with this. Um, you were talking about how, uh, like, uh, 
Kamala Khan and a few other things. Oh, oh okay. So let me tr- uh, try it this way. So it, at least what Marvel did is they made a, a different character. At least what, what Marvel did in the comics is they brought back Tony Stark. So they, they did that. Right. They did that. But what, I'm, what I want, because I was just re- recently reading, well, like today I just recently re- read the giant of an event that was um, the, the Siege of Asgard. Right. Like, and I mean giant, it's pretty much, the collected edition is a college freaking textbook. <laughs> I'm like, because it, it, it has all the tie-ins too. So I'm like, well, I'm like, when does this end? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's like, what happens that last night I finished the main Siege storyline and then it's like, that, that, that's just like an eighth of the book. The rest of it is just tie-ins. Oh man. I'm like, uh, why? But anyway, so I'm reading through that. And I'm like, this was the golden age of Marvel because yeah. you had Ms. Marvel, Carol Danvers. Now, if they had just taken Kamala Khan and changed her and made her her own character, I would have been fine with it. My problem with Marvel, again, and this goes into all new, all different. This goes into this discussion. They basically changed all of their um, really big, important characters to other versions of themselves, which I, I hate when yeah. they do that. At least with DC... They keep the, like they're never going to change Diana Prince from being Wonder Woman. Clark Kent's always yeah. going to be Superman to an extent. Bruce Wayne's always going to be Batman, at least in the main continuity. That's not changing anytime soon. Where with right. Marvel, they're, they're like, let's just change everything and make Thor a girl. Mm-hmm. It's like it's th- that really turns me off. Like really, really turns me off. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. Uh boy, yeah. It's it's. I hopefully we'll see Marvel return to its roots a bit more and not do all this crazy stuff. I mean, they they uh, the, the way see here's the. It's not like they can't introduce new versions of the characters. Lad and I were talking about how in the Spider Verse they did that right because they had multiple versions of Spider Man, but they didn't get rid of Peter Parker. He still existed. Right. That's a good way to do that. Now, if they had, like, Kamala Khan is Ms. Marvel from the multiverse, okay, fine. If, if you wanted to replace all these di- 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 different characters, just have two, two, two Ms. Marvels. Carol Dan, because Lord knows, Marvel has multiple ver- versions of the same character that exist. Right. They could have just done that and would have been like, okay, at least they, they didn't change Captain Marvel. Because originally, Captain Marvel was actually a male character who died. Ms. Marvel took his namesake, and then Kamala Khan became uh, became Ms. Marvel. Oh, okay, got it. That's how that whole name change thing happened. Yeah, I was a bit confused about all that. That's another thing the movie got got wrong is that Captain Marvel was a dude. Oh man, Marvel! I was like, come on, man. But it's like, it's and. My pro- so, so here's the thing. Lad and I are not against re- representation in comics by any means because you can have really great characters. Like I've mentioned multiple times for, on, on the DC side, uh, Jessica Cruz is one of my favorite Green Lanterns of all time. You have Wonder Woman. You have Luke Fox's, um as like Batwing or whatever he's called. I think he's called Batwing. Mm-hmm. He, you have plenty of great characters. You have John Stewart Green Lantern. You have Black Lightning. Marvel has plenty of them, but like my Miles, problem... Miles Morales is an awesome Spider-Man. Oh yeah, 
Uh, I, oh yeah, he's one of my he he's actually my second favorite Spider-Man, first being Peter Parker because I'm an originalist when it comes to comics to a certain extent. I mean, I, I deviate from the originals in that I'm pro Superman, Wonder Woman, but <laughs> but most of the time I'm a comic book purist, so I'm cool with you having like multiple Spider-Man or, or multiple Ms. Marvels. Just don't change the the status quo. Just just don't take Captain Marvel. Put her somewhere else. You can just have another character. You can just replace her with a character who I don't like at all. I think she's annoying. Name is Marvel. And right. don't copy. Here's nothing Marvel does. When they're deciding on the powers of these characters, they just copy them from another person. Like um, Ms. Marvel pretty much has the same powers as Mr. Fantastic, except she can shapeshift. That's it. Right. It's like they they advertised a book on their YouTube channel. It was another one of those universally not liked books or not excited for books called Children of the Atom, where basically it's the X-Men sidekicks, but they're all pretty much just gender flipped X-Men. Oh, really? Yeah. Exact same powers and everything. Nothing is different than these characters except their gender. That's it. Oh, man. So I'm like, guys. You can, uh, uh, once again, just make new characters. That That's the thing about, uh, that's the one thing I will say about Marvel when they did the, the new Warriors with like Snowflake and Safe Space. At least they made new characters. Uh-huh. That I will give them that. Maybe have been horrible characters, but at least they, they, they made them new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 um, you have anything you want to add, lad? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had I, yeah I agree with that pretty much I don't I don't think there's really much else I have to add to that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, another thing that Marvel should be doing, by the way, I just thought of is that now uh, they should align it kind of you uh, because in that they should make the characters actually look like the MCU versions. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like uh, I'm looking at a picture of Captain Marvel in the comics. She looks n- nothing like Brie Larson. Well, with the new haircut in uh, Endgame, the new haircut in Endgame was closer. That was closer. I, I, actually, I, actually, I'll give them that. They changed the appearance to to get it closer to the comics in that example. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like with Captain America, they never changed his appearance to make him look like the movie character. They did kind of in in uh, Hickman's Avengers. I mean, it looked kind of more like the the Captain America First Avenger uh, costume. Right. So they did kind of do that to an extent. And Iron Man, they've kind of tried to do that, but they haven't they haven't gotten it exactly like his armor. Granted, right. his his armor changes every movie. Right. Yeah. But they should still keep like pr- pretty much as much as they as they can keep to the to the uh, they should align it the most as they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they did um, sort of with, with DC Rebirth, because if you notice, Wonder Woman's armor in DC, the new 52, was like red and silver. Now, mm-hmm. what they did is they threw the gold in there, changed her boots and everything. They made her pretty much like the Wonder Woman from the movie. Right. And they actually said recently um, DC's uh, Jim Lee came out and made like updates in the company. They said one of their priorities is to create that synergy among all of their different product lines. So they are going to try and sort of align at least the appearances of the characters to to all these different mediums to make them more recognizable. Because what that does is, is, uh, like say once again, I went to go still like say, okay, okay, so here's, here's an example. 
Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out. I'm going to go, uh, as soon as I watch the movie, I'm probably going to read a couple of Wonder Woman comics. If they, uh, it, uh, actually, no, uh, not me. Let's say like the average moviegoer. Okay. Just say the person that's not into comic books sees Wonder Woman 1984 and decides, you know what? I'm going to try a comic book. I'm going to try a Wonder Woman comic book. They go in there and, and, the, and the Wonder Woman it, it doesn't look like the one in the movie. It, it, I mean, it, it's not going to happen with DC because it's close enough. But right. it's like if it's like the Iron Man armor that, that they have now for all new, all different. I don't like. Oh man, I like that armor. I mean, it's cool, but uh, again, they need that synergy. If they're right, gonna yeah, it. I see that. Yeah, they need to have that because yeah. that that Iron Man armor looks nothing like the one in the movie. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. At least in the Lego superheroes game, you could always play as the Iron Man armor that looked like the movie. Like in Superheroes mm-hmm. One, it looked exactly like the movie. In Superheroes yeah. Two, you could unlock a, a, a later on to progression an Iron Man armor that looked pretty much like the the um, Spider Man Homecoming um, Iron Man armor. Yeah, so it was like they gave you that ability. They they, they gave you that uh, that synergy. Mm-hmm. And if you notice in the Avengers Assembled show, they had that. They had very much aligned with the MCU. You see Cap- Captain America's armor, uh, like a uh, costume changed as the MCU progressed and it stayed a little more with like the age of Ultron and Captain America. Right. Yeah. We, we we'll have to do, a, like we mentioned, we'll have to do a whole episode on like the, uh, some of the Marvel. Oh, we so shows. will. We so will. Yeah, yeah. Those are some great shows. I want to do an yeah. episode on the well, but, um, show because that's so but, good. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, the Inhumans awesome. But I, I was saying that the Avengers Assemble, how that TV show came out a little bit after the first Avengers movie, which was like a cultural reset, mm-hmm. and they really kept it very true to the movie. Where like if you saw the movie, you could totally understand where the characters who which character was which. Yeah, exactly. Storyline and it really eased you into the crazy world of Marvel because in later seasons they started doing some crazy stuff mm-hmm. while maintaining the character appearances so people, casual fans, could get into it very easily, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, let me put it this way. There was an arc in, in that show, which is, is, is one of my favorite arcs. I'll, I'll be in, in the section of the episode, my favorite arcs, where like the, the Avengers team splits up and Captain America goes in and uh, joins S.H.I.E.L.D. and just hangs out with S.H.I.E.L.D. His costume right. in that was the costume from the beginning of Winter Soldier. Right. So I'm like, oh, wow. They Even the Ultron appearance and the Loki appearance. Yeah, yeah. pretty much the movie. I'm like, this is great. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so would you say that you think the live action depiction or whatever the current live action depiction is should be kind of like the gold standard for what the rest of the mediums should follow. Yes, because here's why. Most people know Marvel based on the MCU now. Let's face it. It's true. So what they should, because what the, what Marvel is doing, if they, if they align it, if they align the MCU, the MCU and the comics, I mean the comics to the MCU, what they're doing is they're creating recognition that if I was like someone who's never read a Marvel comic book and wants to go read Iron Man because I saw a new Iron Man movie, I go in there, I see the armor's pretty much the MCU version. I instantly know, okay, it's an Iron Man story. Right. I instantly know who this character is. It's, it's easy to just pick up and read and, and just keep accumulating those characters. That's the way they get people more in line 
with uh, th- th- that's the way that they get people into comics. Uh, be, that's why when you look at the DC EU and the DC comics, the characters are pretty much aligned. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they they vary in certain ways, but they they're aligned so well that you know. But well, well, let me put it this way: everyone knows who what Superman looks like. Everyone knows what Wonder Woman looks like. But yeah, derpy and underwear. Yeah, <laughs> but the comics pr- pretty much uh, um, are aligned. Like if you notice, I know I I have a statue of of the Rebirth Batman with the gold outlining of the uh, bat symbol. They kind of took that out later when they updated the bat suit. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, so it, it, yeah, it's a new ba- a bat suit for like um for um the, 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 this new era. And by the way. The the toothpaste Batman armor that was introduced in Joker War, that's not the new Batman costume for like ever. Oh, man. That, the, the writer actually had to come out and say, that's just for one scene. It's a dream sequence armor. That's it. Uh, we wanted to say. Yeah, because everyone was super scared. That is that the new Batman armor? Uh-huh, yeah. I just want to clarify that for, for whoever listens to this podcast. But I, I do agree with you that Mark... Uh, uh, here's the thing: either Marvel should, uh, either it should align to the movies, or the movies should align to the comics. Mm-hmm. There's no way, uh, um, the, which I feel like honestly, either one of those could work because DC d- does it pretty much to the comics. Yeah, in which say what you want about the DC EU, the character designs look great. Yeah, no, there's that's true. I mean, uh, I mean, you can argue Cyborg looks kind of funky. But they fixed his armor at the end of the movie. That's that was actually a Whedon thing. Oh, so the, I mean, it's it's canon in the current DCEU. I mean, in the Snyder cut, it pro- in the Snyder cut, he probably will do that to an extent, right. uh, 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 but it won't be that scene. Right. But the point is that it's it's like the, the DCEU, their characters in the comics look pretty much like the comics in the movies. I mean, it, uh, the Flash isn't wearing armor, but it's it, uh, as close as they can get it can get it it's there because what Zack snyder does is he has all the, the reference materials for the characters right i mean uh, I, I mean let me put it this way lad you, you saw aquaman with me how close was that yeah. to the original aquaman no I mean, to, to the actual uh, aquaman like suit uh oh you mean when he got like the full suit on? yeah at the end uh, near the end of the movie when he got the gold trident and he has the, and he has a suit Oh yeah, it looked basically just like the exact same thing. Except, yeah, exactly. You know, awesome new hair. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, uh, what's kind of funny is uh, speaking of the red underwear, Zack Snyder tried m- many different designs to have the Superman suit with the red underwear, but he said it just looked weird. So he, that's why it's not in the DCEU. Oh man, it might be in the new suit uh, after the black suit, but it's probably not going to be in the in the movie universe. Oh man! Let me just wait. Up for Halloween, easy. It's too comical f- f- for the uh, for the Snyderverse. Let's face it. <laughs> Snyderverse, like everything, is so like depressing, and uh, it's basically Dark Knights of Metal. Yeah, I I just I want Superman in the Snyder Cut. I, I'm calling it now. Here's my prediction: Superman in the Snyder Cut is gonna have red underwear and the mustache. That he needs oh, to have. You know what would be okay. hilarious is if when he goes onto the Kryptonian ship to, to get his black suit, he passes another ship, uh, I mean, another pod that has the red underwear suit, and he's just like, nah. 
Nope, nope, he just not grabbed, doing it. <laughs> he just grabs the black suit, which which I'm cool with that. It's confirmed that we're going to have the black suit, which I'm so excited for. And there's supposed to be a trailer at DC Fandom. So I'll do an, I'll, I'll do an episode after Fandom to, to like say what happened there. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'd be helpful. But anyway, but um, so going back to Marvel, um, what do you think, Glad? Do you think they should align to, to the comics or should the comics align their character designs to the movies? Let's see. That's a pretty good question. I, I guess the comics should align to what the movies are doing. I know they're definitely in the TV, like in animated stuff, they kind of align their characters based off of the live action. Mm-hmm. Now, in the comics, they haven't done that as much where they've kept them kind of how their faces look and stuff. They keep them a bit separate. But sometimes they do lean towards it. Like Nick Fury was yeah. uh, is a good example of that, where Nick Fury was basically a white guy. And then in the ultimate version of Marvel Universe, they made him a black dude. And then when they did the MCU, they had, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, they, this guy is much, this, this is an awesome yeah. uh, Nick Fury. And so basically, they changed it in the, uh, tr- you know, MCU uh, in the comics canon. They basically made it like, oh, yeah, he's a black dude now. And yeah, because was okay with that. <laughs> I have the comic storyline where the, the white Nick Fury stepped down. Oh really? Yeah, it's basically like uh, uh, because the, the one in the the white Nick Fury is actually like practically immortal. Oh really? So he he kind of steps down because I think he's gonna die or something like that, and he has the black Nick Fury take over. Got it. Yeah. So that's it, pretty much what uh the, the way that works. Right. I mean, but I, I think uh, so, sometimes the comics do change to what the movies do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I don't know. Sometimes I like it when the comics are a little bit different from the movies, where they kind of like change some of the designs, and then sometimes the movies k- pick up on that. You know, the movies uh, kind of follow those designs. You know, like uh, Captain America without uh, when during Infinity War when he didn't have any of his emblem, he was you know uh, I think that was based off a design from the comics mm-hmm. where he became you know uh, man. There's a name for his for his like. He was technically he's not the Captain America, but he was uh the Nomad. I think that's the name Nomad. The yeah, Nomad. I mean the one um where he was on the run in Infinity War. Right, right. Yeah. That's that's basically what like he was kind of trying to be there. And I believe he had a beard in the comics too. So I'm like, all right, right, right. But I mean, there are times when the movies deviate from character design and it's better, a la Aquaman. Yeah, all on Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, all on Nick Fury, exactly. There are times when that could happen, but yeah. it can't be your entire character line. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be one or two new guys like Aquaman. In fact, the comics changed to give Aquaman a beard and long hair. Right. All he needs is tattoos, and he's basically Jason Momoa. But the point is that DC adapted. Marvel stays in the past. Or just right, or uh, actually not, not saying in the past because if they say in the past, we still have Ms. Marvel. They <laughs> they go to the future. But we change... have Ms. Marvel now. <laughs> not that Ms. Marvel. They let me this way: Ms. Marvel in the, in the Lego game is the only one, and I'm talking about Kamala Khan. Ms. Marvel is the only Lego character that's ever really annoyed me. Oh, like man. whenever she talked, because she had I don't think she had good dialogue. I'm always like, shut up. Oh, but she just wants to get a selfie with you. 
I know. It's just really annoying. I, I, I used to say, okay, I, I, she was the one character where I only played as her when absolutely ne necessary. If I didn't, done. Gone. Right. I don't think they had Reed Richards in that game, so you kind of had to use her. I kind of had to use her for, for certain puzzles. Yes, exactly. Only when absolutely ne necessary. Yeah, break in case of emergency glass with Kamala Khan inside of yeah, but... <laughs> Kamala Khan. And, and then uh, after emergency, please re replace glass. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. All right, but anyway, so th that's one thing. Another thing I think that Marvel should... Uh, have I mentioned how I think Marvel should do a reboot? Uh, I think I I briefly touched on that, but you hadn't said your thoughts on that. Yet. Okay, yeah. What, what do you think? I definitely think Marvel should do something like a reboot. They could. Do, I would be fine with them doing anything from like Flash, from basically doing a Flashpoint, didn't like rebooted everything, or doing what Rebirth did, and and that they they change all the stuff that people hated. Because I think right. at this point, because at that point, they can start eliminating all, all these characters, like make, uh, uh, like bring back Bruce Banner, because they straight up killed Bruce Banner. Is he still dead? Uh, yeah, he keeps coming back and dying. I think. Oh man, Optimus Prime is. Uh, Optimus Prime is jealous, something. dude. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'm looking up in the Mar Marvel Encyclopedia what, what happens to the Hulk if he's still dead. I believe he's still oh, dead. Okay. Got it. But um. While you're looking, oh no, that, he's alive. Was... He's alive. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. I believe he's alive. Yeah, it's looking like he's alive. Right. Our our green friend is my little green friend. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. But so because Banner discovered that he actually can't die. If he dies, the Hulk still comes out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So All right. All right. So there's that. But that way, they, they could eliminate Amadeus Cho Hulk. Um, they could t get rid of Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, or no. They either eliminate her or just put her in the MCU already, which I believe they're going to do. Right. I think they might be doing something for Disney Plus. Maybe I'm not sure. Well, here's the thing. What what what's probably going to happen is that eventually Marvel will will realize that these characters aren't selling, and then they'll have to cancel them. Because oh, did, did you know Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, has been canceled by Marvel five times? What? I didn't know that. It's been canceled five times. And, and then it, 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 they just keep bringing it back. Her? It's because we only had one Ms. Marvel. Carol Danvers is the only person that, that is the only Ms. Marvel that that's... It's, it's like yeah, what Marvel has to realize is that they can't just replace these characters. I mean, mm -hmm. they gave Thor back his back his hammer, which thank you very much for doing so. Right, I mean, they, they had to do that because Jane Foster Thor. I have like the first the the first issue of that because I was curious. Right, I was like, okay, I might as well ch check that out j just to see. Not that good. Right, but, well, which, again, all uh, you know, it's, I haven't really heard any like the long term comic book fans like me say that they enjoyed anything from all new all different oh yeah i mean whereas oh, uh, yeah here's the thing here's what here's what oh, why dc uh, dc's rebirth was more successful than all new all different marvel dc's rebirth aligned the new 52 continuity more with the classic continuity right so they were kind of going back to their roots a little bit they may have changed some things that i'm not really that Th that cool about but you know what they, they did 
for one thing, they had fantastic. They had way better, um, better stories because in the new Fifty Two, I was still reading Marvel mm -hmm. during that point. But then after Rebirth, and the and I started looking at what All New, All Different because I believe when did All New, All Different happen? I want to say twenty fourteen. Okay, good. Yeah, so all new, all. So all new, all, all different happened before um, Rebirth. Because Rebirth happened like 2016. Uh, 2015 was all new, all different. There we go. Okay, okay. So they actually happened at around the same time. So mm. when you're looking at DC Rebirth, they made everything more like, uh, uh, more like the classic continuity. Where all new, all different, they pretty much changed the classic continuity. Right. Which I feel like this is, that's what you need to do. That's what Marvel has to realize is that first off, they're yeah. not attracting any, 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 as far as I know, they're not attracting enough new customers to, to justify it from a business perspective because these characters right. are among the least popular characters. Oh, okay. That's why Captain, uh, that's why Ms. Marvel keeps not selling. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. That's what I feel like. What they need to do is just to do basically an Infinity War storyline, just snap away all these characters, mm -hmm. snap them away, or just have them go away on their own little adventure and never bring them back again. Oh man, that's cold. Or just have like Kamala Khan lose her powers and like be become like a superhuman advocate or something like that. Yeah, just stay away. Give us back classic M Ms. Marvel first off. Thank you. Because mm -hmm. she was uh, because reading the siege and and that was done during the uh, because I have a story of her as Captain Marvel and then as Ms. Marvel she was way better as Ms. Marvel, right? Way better character as Ms. Marvel. And, and first off, the movie Captain Marvel completely destroyed the character of Carol Danvers. Mm. Utterly yeah. destroyed. She's supposed to be quippy and she's basically supposed to be like a smart Alec. Right, no, Brie, right. Brie Larson in no way communicated that. Yeah, that's a fair point. They could, the, the, um, they could have done that movie so much better. Because let me give you an example, and this is where we go. Come back to the Avengers Assembled show. There's a scene. So Captain Marvel uh, uh, was in the Air Force. Captain America was in the Army. So Captain Marvel shows up on Earth and goes to, to Captain America. She goes, "What's up, Army?" And he goes, "What's up, Air Force?" Right. See? They could have done that. Yeah, that would have made it a bit uh, more interesting. They have to make her more charismatic. Otherwise, she's just boring. Right. But, you see... All right, so going off of that rant, but it, what they need to do is just... Actually, what they would really do is like a Blackest Night type reboot because what Blackest Night did is they brought back the characters that, they, that, they, uh, that people liked uh, it, it's basically a two-part reboot because what Blackest Night did is that it brought back all the characters that they died that had died, and then uh, eliminated a few other characters who weren't popular. Like um, they had a different configuration of Firestorm that wasn't popular, so they eliminated that. And then what Brightest Day did is took those characters who were brought back to life and and, and only kept the ones that people wanted. That's what right. they should do. They, they should basically they should basically do what blackest what actually more of brightest day in that they eliminate the characters that that don't sell right and then just have like uh, uh the, the the legacy characters regain their mantle stolen by 
the all new, all different people. Mm-hmm. Like, let me put it this way. You could have Riri Williams be like an associate of Tony Stark. Like she maintains his armor because she's smart. I'll give her that. Yeah. But you can't, because she was marketed as the replacement to Tony Stark when she was first introduced. Yeah, they it, the way they marketed her, I think, really did made her. People had a bad uh, impression of her before she even started her comic book run. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it, it really bothered a lot of people how they really marketed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the issue there. They really just they screwed the pooch on that. Mm. But uh, so, so let me see. So what's another way that, that they can fix the comics? So we talked about aligning more to the MCU. We talked about um, uh, here's another way that they should do. That they should also cut significantly cut their comic book line. Which oh man. Now well, uh, uh, let me explain this because DC actually did this. They cut twenty five percent of their of their comic book line. They're still doing it because yeah. When you take away all of the stories that aren't selling aren't even good then you can devote your resources to the to the books that do sell Mm -hmm. like you can put more effort into the like the avengers you can put more effort into 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 carol danvers ms marvel right I feel like eventually that's what Marvel's going to do. Eventually, I feel like like Marvel is going to start cutting through their line again because when DC does it, and I get the feeling it's going to really benefit DC and they're going to get popular because I think what's going to happen is that right now Marvel is more popular than Disney. I think eventually what will happen is that that margin will start to decrease more and more and more, particularly since so far not a lot of people are excited for the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's gonna keep. It's gonna keep. Getting, uh, Marvel's gonna lose their lead, and then eventually D- Disney is gonna tell them, "Start, um, write your ship, or we'll do it for you." Right. Because let me, let me but, put it this way, um, all those people who who were fired at DC, that that was a mandate by their parent company. So when the parent company gets in, you do not w- w- want to be in the way. Right. So. I, 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 I definitely think that they should c- cut back on their lines. Like, obviously, keep the legacy characters. And, like, uh, because here's the thing. When you have too big... Because right now, with as many, like, a comic books... A, with, with as many books as Marvel is putting out, it's really intimidating to, uh, to, to try and get into Marvel. Right. Like, currently, what I'm only doing is I'm only reading all the old-time stories. I haven't gotten a new Marvel story in, like, years like uh, the newest yeah. Marvel story, the, the the newest Marvel I own is Jane Foster Thor, and that's just because I was curious again. Right, check check it out. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, what they need to, it, it be, it because uh, because let me put it this way, lad, as someone, uh, 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 pretend you're not a Marvel fan, pretend mm-hmm. you're not a comic book person, but again. You just saw an MCU movie and you want to see like what's like the backstory of this character. So you go to your local comic book shop and say, I want to read like this, this, I want to read Marvel. They're like, and then they show you it's like half the store is Marvel. Right. Or or, or like, see, here's the thing, because currently, I'm trying to to, to figure out the proper way to phrase this. Mm. 
Uh, hang on, let's, let me take a sip of water. Yeah, I, I was just I was just gonna say that like mm-hmm. I, I want to go see Age of Ultron, watch uh, see this awesome character named Quicksilver, and go pull up my comic book, and then I get confused <laughs> why he's wearing red costume and he's doing all this time traveling stuff also, and it's very confusing. <laughs> he's got a red. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh. Or if you want to read a Squadron Supreme comic and some alien in blue armor is invading that can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's slightly problematic. But uh, yeah. what, was, what was your point that you were thinking about that you, you mentioned about the movies and the like casual person looking at it? Oh, oh, okay. It's super intimidating to have like to have Marvel throwing out like eighty million books and just being a person mm-hmm. j- just going in there for the first time. Right. That's why it's good that with DC, uh, I used DC as an example because I'm giving you counterpoints to, to, to why I like DC more. With They're being mm-hmm. more, more smart to, to the new fan because they're saying, hey, let's cut down on our line to make it less intimidating so someone can go, okay, I want this one. Okay, good. We're done. Right. With Marvel, I don't know where to start to read on any of these new things. Here's another uh, uh, point to improve co- comics. We're going to move on now. And uh, this is this is something that Lad and I agreed, and both DC and Marvel are kind of guilty of this, but we're going to focus on Marvel. Stop. I, I believe we kind of touched on this a little bit. Uh, actually, I think Lad did. D- Marvel needs to cool it w- with the events. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, it's, what I mean is, like, don't have so many events one after the other. Because once again, like you said, Lad, you want to have time to build up the characters and build up the love of the characters before you're constantly doing crossover, crossover, crossover. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I mentioned earlier. It seems like a little bit too much of like, end of the world is happening. Okay, sweet. We got a month break. Another end of the world is happening. And yeah. then it's like, the timelines are shifting and, you know, uh, all, all this. And it's like, let's, let's relax a little bit so we can make it more meaningful the next time it happens. Like, MCU, they took... 10, uh, 12 years and like 22 movies to build up to like end of the world, uh, you know, Thanos happening. That was really cool. You know, I mean, they kind of had a, I mean, you could count Captain America, the Winter Soldier and Civil War to kind of be like air quotes events, but I, I see what you're saying. Right. But, but yeah, see, see, that's what, do, what DC kind of does. I mean, now they're kind of doing like a lot of events. Which I feel like that um, they're doing it now to like jumpstart their comic book line because of COVID, but mm-hmm. like but back in the new Fifty Two, I, I know people uh, like to hate on it. A, a lot of old timer DC fans because they made like changes, but what they did is that they didn't have that many new events happening yeah. all and all and all and all and all because what they did is they built up for like a long time th- that they had Trinity War, and, th- and then they had Dark Side War. And then they kind of sort of moved around. They didn't have that many events happening one after the other. Right. Now, a good, now what Marvel should do is do like, they can maybe do an event like maybe once every like maybe two months or something like that. But you have to give us like a long time period of just having these, because I just want to read a Captain America story. I don't want to read a story yeah. about Captain America f- fighting all these otherworldly threats. I just want to read a normal Captain America story or a normal Thor story, a normal Iron Man story. Mm-hmm. Right. And which, once again, DC has... I mean, I'll see what DC does after their three events are, are over because, once again, 
it could be just adjust. It's just these three things because normally I don't think DC is as bad with Marvel as having event, 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 event. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll see what happens after these three events um, are over because if they start doing event, 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 event like Marvel, then I'll start being upset. Right. Guess we'll have to, we'll have to check it out after they finish. Uh what batman that laughs in the dc uh what dark metal uh, mm-hmm. dark knight's death metal yeah right? which is fantastic by the way we will do it as soon as as that's oh as that series is over and, and they have the collected edition or it's on dcu we will do an, an episode on, on, on like the dark multiverse and all that stuff absolutely yes yes that'll be a perfect time to cover all that and uh, do some really nice rewind on it well, oh, actually, we could do dark multiverse episodes now because on DCU they have like all the death, all of the Dark Knights metal stuff from like when that event happened, and they have like all the origins of the Dark Knights. They have, and we can, I can get the the tales of the Dark Multiverse, which is taking classic DC stories and telling them in the Dark Multiverse part, and we can just do that. But. But that uh, that'll be safer when we start doing DC content again. I have another. Yeah. I have another thing that Marvel should do, is that oh. they need to focus more on what bo- books are are selling. I know we've kind of touched on it, but let me let me uh, be, be a, uh, a little more clear on what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Now, again, DC uh, uh, DC Jim Lee, who, who's like the chief creative officer, came out with a statement saying, "Okay, so we're gonna have." D- diversity and inclusivity which is fine i'm totally cool with that once again me and lad love it when we have a lot of because we don't want all white characters <laughs> yeah they, that would just get really boring. boring that would just get yeah. it, it, it gets boring because we want to see ref, uh, reflections of all the different people that live in this uh, on, on this planet that's great but and but what what jim lee said said basically is that he said in the same um, discussion where he's talking about how they're c- cutting books based on their sales. What Marvel has to do is take a hard look at which books are, are not selling, and it's a lot of the SJW stuff. In fact, a lot of the stuff um, DC canceled was SJW content. What they have to look at is is this stuff selling? If it is, great, keep it. If it's not, mm-hmm. trash it. Trash it. That's well, a good. Uh, that's a good metaphor. Yeah. When, now, once again, I'm not against diversity. If you have, if you have good character, you can have diversity and have great characters. Like Wonder Woman, technically is one mm-hmm. because right because she's a bi. Uh, it, because they established that, that she's bi. First off, I don't know why you had to like legitimately uh, like announce that in canon because we've all suspected that. Didn't, didn't they kind of change that though with like the whole Superman thing and more? No, 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 Batman. no, no. But- no, no, dude, because she's bi. Oh. She goes both ways. That was one of the ones, because part of, because the second volume of Wonder Woman from DC Rebirth was a stout, was like a retelling of like the whole story about how Steve Trevor came to, came to the island, uh, met Diana. You found out that, that Diana has relationships with some of the Amazons there. But I don't think, uh, the, uh, let me put it this way. Um, we all suspected it. Like it, there's no way that that uh, that the Amazons aren't like ho- hooking up. Come on, yeah. There is no way that's not happening on Themyscira. Let's face it. I wait. Uh, do the don't do they? How 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 long do they live? Do they? 
I, we need to do like a whole thing on some of the. We'll have to have the whole episode on the all the different like you know cultures and races and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I have a, I have a, an episode planned for the Amazon. Okay, good. But yeah, they live for a long time. It's just the reason why Diana was such a big deal is because she's the first child they've had in like a really long time, and they and they said that in the Wonder Woman movie. Right. In in the comics, is she what's her status? Because I know in the movies she's like the son of like you know daughter uh, Z- daughter daughter of uh, Zeus and Hippolyta. Right. right. So it's kind of ch- it's changed every now and then from the comics. I believe that they put it. That currently the way the mantle goes now is that she is the daughter of Zeus. I think I'll have to do more research into that in the current continuity because I know in the New Fifty Two she was the daughter of Zeus. That's right. That's why when she took off her gauntlets, she got ridiculously more powerful. Yeah, OP. Yeah, there you go. But so there was so she is pretty much the because what happened is that. She was told the story of her birth, which was she was molded by clay. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they said. That's what they said in the Super Friends. And I consider that canon. And then they changed that in the new 52. I know this for a fact because I just read that volume of Wonder Woman on DC Universe. And it's it, it has the story where she finds out, nope, you're actually the daughter of Zeus. Right. So I, I have to, now again. I have to check and make sure that that's still canon in the DC Rebirth era. It might right. not. I think it is. I, I'm leaning toward it is. I just have to check. In fact, I'll, I'll check that up right now and, uh, while we talk about stuff. But, um, but, but yeah, the Amazons have a very interesting history, but we'll definitely talk about them. It used to be, by the way, they reproduced by, kidna- by k- kidnapping men. And bringing them to the island that 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 used to be like in the pre new fifty two era. Ah, <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah, like that's how they got the. Uh, that's how the Amazons had their kids. Okay, so let me see. Okay, so DC Universe. Let me go to the the encyclopedia on DC Universe for Wonder Woman. By the way, lad, you have to sign up for DC Universe. That's right. Uh something we need to take care of. Maybe I can just do it on Monday when I check out uh, Hangout of Your Place. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so... Um, origin, let's see. Okay, so, so far... Huh. In Rebirth... Okay, so here's your current thing. She's not a demigod, and she's not a, a thing of clay. She's just an Amazon. I don't know how she was born, though. But mm-hmm. the point is that she is an, a, a, um, she, she's basically an Amazon, and then she gets her powers from, e, from each of the different gods, kind of like how Shazam get, get, gets his powers by, like, a certain pantheon. Okay. Right. It's like all of her, it's like her different gods who are her air quote patrons give her certain gifts. That's that's basically how that works. Right. Okay. So there's that. Let's see what else. So, uh, so, so loud. How well, can you think of anything else on how you would fix Marvel? Oh yeah. I got one more. I think they should have get, have given the shield to captain. Uh, I thought about it to, to the winter soldier first. Mm-hmm. 
because they're following the, the because um, first off, I do I, again. I think that they should follow the way it was in the comics, and then that provides a good redemption story for um, for James Barnes because remember he was the Winter Soldier, he was an assassin, and then in the in the Ed Brubaker run of the of uh, Captain America, which talks about how uh, was talked about the Winter Soldier's time as Captain America after Civil War. It shows how Captain America was constantly trying to, and, and I mean, um, uh, um, the Winter Soldier, Captain America, how he was constantly trying to like, er, to like s- sort of earn the people's trust because the media knew which Captain America this was. They knew he was the Winter Soldier previously. In, in fact, you have right. where he's watching on TV and they're saying, can we really trust this guy? I mean, he was an international assassin. So it kind of shows how he's trying to earn he's trying to earn the trust of not only the, the media, first off, but of the other Avengers. Right. Because here's the thing. That's why people were upset when Captain America became a Hydra agent, because Captain America himself, he's not only Steve Rogers, he's a symbol. Right. He, he, he is a symbol of not only America, but the overall superhero community in general. Here's a guy who has, to a certain extent, powers, not like as much as Thor, but he's a super soldier. And he's yeah. using it to protect people. He's basically, in, in the symbolic sense, Marvel's version of Superman. Obviously not right. as powerful, but you, you get what I'm trying to say, right? The star is a symbol of hope. The same way the S is the first letter <laughs> in hope. The star is the first letter in hope. Yeah, yeah. The college humor joke that's like, hey, hope starts with an H, stupid. Yeah. That was such a great skit. We'll have to watch that when you come over Monday. But the point yeah. is that Captain America is a symbol of like of hope, uh, yeah, hope and and of fr- and freedom and all that. But but, but then, then you spit on that when you make Captain America a Hydra agent and a dictator, right? In the main continuity, because remember, Injustice made it out of a, a, a Elseworld story, right? That's oh why, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I think it would have been better if they just made that an Elseworld story, right? Because let me put it this way, Marvel's most, I mean, DC's most popular story right now is an Elseworlds story, and that's Deceased. Mm-hmm. You could have a story, um, I think it would have been more embraced by the general public if it was not continuity, because now people are saying, because when that comic came out and he had the whole Hail Hydra moment, I was yeah. on the internet and everyone's like, wait a second. So the same Captain America that we've been reading for decades uh, was a bad guy this whole time. Are you kidding yes. me? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid. And he, even uh, even Chris Evans, when he uh, the guy who played Captain America, made a joke about that of the scene where like Captain America is like tearing apart the wood and he takes a comic book and he just rips it in half. Yeah, that was so good. That so, was really fun. I remember that. That was so great. Yeah, yeah. Good potential. What? Good meme potential. Yeah, exactly. I know. Which it hurt to not like that story as a main continuity because I like the Captain America d- d- design. Right. Steve Rogers' design was super cool. Even though the shield was kind of like a classic like night shield and not like the round shield I'm used to. Right, right. It got so bad that the backlash, by the way, that I believe they had to change the story so that the real Captain America came back at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that was going to happen if you didn't make it an Elseworlds story. Yeah. 
because it kind of, you know, we've had like 70 years of cap already, you know. So here's something that, that, that they could have done with all new, all different. Just make it another Earth. They have a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like do what DC is doing for 5G, because what they're essentially doing is if they go through with it, which I believe they're going through it with parts of it. It's not going to be the whole thing that, that we originally thought it was going to be. But first off, it was never going to be a line wide reboot. It was going to be an Elseworlds story. So just take all this stuff, because that way, you, when you do an Elseworlds story, the sky's the limit on what you can do. You don't have to align by the current continuity. Now, it, if it's a bad story, it's a bad story. But what you do there is you free yourself from all of the, all the continuity people that are like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. I guarantee you that if they had made Injustice mainstream DC Comics, the fans would have freaked out. Right. Rightly evil. so. Yeah, because Superman's not supposed to be... Even my, my friend Tyler, he goes, I don't know how you feel about Superman being evil. Right, yeah. Because Superman is supposed to be all, all like hopeful and everything. And this gets into the backlash against Man of Steel and like uh, Zack Snyder's Darker Superman. But we'll get into that later. I believe I even touched on that when I did the Superman Wonder Woman episode. Right. But um, but the point is that Marvel has to like either they change the movies to to reflect the comics, or they change the comics to reflect the movies. That's really what it comes down to, and stop with all the events. Right. Because because what they do then. Okay, so, so so let me think here how, how to say this. Lad, do you want to, uh, to, to say anything else? Any other tips for Marvel? Yeah, I was thinking that for Marvel, we what well, we really need. Okay, so here's here's a slight slight tangent breaking off from what we were already discussing. Marvel needs to focus on their anime TV shows a little bit because yes. their live action is really the live action movies are you know making that money right now. Even if they're a bit, you know, slow with the COVID and everything right now, and mm-hmm. new Hugh heroes and everything, and they're doing those live action Disney Plus shows, which are really awesome. But they, I think they really need to give some love to the animated TV shows because I remember yeah. the era of Avengers Assemble, Spider Man Unlimited, Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy. They had a few TV shows animated, and they're all kind of connected a little bit. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they kind of just ignore. Yeah, they're the kind con- of. Yeah, sometimes they kind of ignore the continuity if it was necessary, but it was really good for like when I was younger. To really get into it, and it was just fun stories I can watch with younger siblings and stuff to help them get into Marvel, and you know, even DC does mm-hmm. the same thing too. I feel like, as of like the last like two or three years, they've really let that fall to the wayside, where they don't even have an Avengers TV show anymore. There's no Hulk. There's no Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They have the new Spider-Man TV show, which it's okay. I don't love the new animation style. It it has some cool storylines, but I really enjoyed Ultimate Spider-Man and. Aside from, like, you know, that Spider-Man TV show, we don't really have anything else. Like, we have the occasional, like, Secret Warriors uh, story. That's true. But there's really no animated content. And I feel like that's really useful to get new fans that are younger into it, you know? Like, and once again, we said this when we did the, the episode on the Justice League series. DC consistently destroys Marvel and animated content. If you that's ask- right. Anyone on the road, anyone that's a comic book fan, Marvel or DC, they will say Mar- Marvel f- f- for the movies 
DC for the comics and animated content. That's it. Let me put it this way. Um, if they were less reliant on live action than they had animated, this COVID thing, they could have kept pumping out content despite COVID because Marvel was able, I mean, DC had a lot of work done with their animated stuff. And plus that fandom, they're going to be legit be screening, screening the Superman, Man of Tomorrow and the Deathstroke movie. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and like uh, and another thing also is that w- w- with Young Justice, the series is not held up by like for a, a production delays. You don't have to worry about social di- distancing per se because you don't have to go to the location to film it. Right. And plus, once again, going to what you're saying, it would introduce more people to the to the specific character lines. And plus, even what you could do, you could just uh, put um, less popular like characters. Like you could have an Inhumans animated show and just do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because u- ultimately it comes down to animation is cheaper than live action to a certain degree. So you could right. have, because I always feel like, the, uh, because watching the Inhumans show, I, I just finished the, the only season uh, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's great. I wish they would have done more with it. Because right. there's so much more they could have done with that. And we will do an episode on the Inhumans show, absolutely. Mm. Because the Inhumans are such interesting characters, they should either bring them into because I believe they were going to bring them, they were going to do an Inhumans movie, but then they did the TV series and the TV series was canceled. Right, yeah. And, and then they kind of like pretend like it never existed in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So. Which I'm like, it, technically it did if you count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it was canon. Right, right, right. I mean, that's how that's how Daisy Johnson got her powers in the show. I know, I know. Although Marvel, although Agents of Shield kind of changed it in that when you're exposed to the Terrigen crystals and you turn to that statue, there's like a half and half chance that you could die. Oh man! So it's like uh, I believe 100 percent of the time you either get get powers or remain human. I don't think you die. Right, right. At least in the Inhuman show, they didn't say anything on that. But anyway, I also feel like Marvel needs to do, needs to, if, uh, okay, so, so now we're going to go into the MCU part. I think what they need to do going forward is start advertising their big baddie now. Like, mm-hmm. come up with who they want. They could do Galactus. They could even do, as Lad suggested, Doctor Doom. That would have been great because they do Doctor Doom. That's a great way to bring in the Fantastic Four. Like, they've mm-hmm. been fighting him this whole time in their own area and make, um, and Nick Fury, the only one who knew it because he knows everything. He basically is Batman in that, in that way. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty much Marvel's version of Batman, let's face it, because he knows everything. Right. But um, the way, but it, they could have it where the Fantastic Four have been, have been sort of dealing with Doctor Doom and then he gets like super powerful. Like maybe they do like in Marvel Ultimate Alliance where they gave him the powers of Odin and then they have Reed Richards has to call in the Avengers and say, or, or um, however the Avengers are going to be composed of now, because they kind of killed off the main Avengers people. And then they just decide, hey, let's work together. Right. Which can be a good way to bring in the Illuminati, because I know they're thinking of doing an Illuminati series. There's only one problem with that. One member's dead. Uh, Iron Man? <laughs> yes, Iron Man is dead. Yeah. And Black Bolt is, no, is not canon. Mm-hmm. So, you're kind of you're kind of screwing screwing the pooch there, and, and they haven't brought in Namor yet. Yeah. So so far they only have like two members. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, it's a, what? 
See, here's the thing. I love where, uh, here's what they're going to do. The MCU is going to introduce the, the is going to make an Illuminati movie, but not have any of the original Lu- Illuminati members that they're just going to replace them with like Nick Fury and like maybe Sh- Shuri from Black Panther. They're going to put in like their own characters and just say, here's the new Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And then they'll change the comic to reflect that. Right. But I'm honestly surprised Iron Man is not permanently dead yet. Huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's just so many. So they have to figure out who the main big baddie is now, so they can start teasing him, which they might do in like, and not in Black. I don't think they'll do it in Black Widow, but they'll probably do it in the next Marvel movie after Black Widow. Right. Yeah. And then I feel like what they need to do is don't give us only Captain Marvel movies. I mean, they already said that she's going to be the face of the new MCU, which I'm like, shouldn't be that way. Because first off, even though she was popular in terms of the box office, in terms of fans, I don't think she was that popular with the fans. Mm -hmm. And second off, you don't want to do what you did the first 10 years. And I, I've talked about this on the show many times that they only focus on like a couple of characters and leave out like tons of awesome guys. They should bring it. They should have an Inhumans movie. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll see what happens with the Eternals. That could be really good. But they need to start bringing in newer characters. Right. And, and maybe keep a few, uh, and maybe keep or bring in more l- l- legacy characters. Like, don't start bringing in the all new, all different characters now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, Lad had a very interesting idea that we were talking about before we recorded on how we can do Iron Man with like Tony Stark's daughter. Do, um, do you want to go into detail on that, Lad? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I bet it's not like an original idea, but I was saying that they could really do uh, like a young. Uh, uh, Iron Man's daughter, I forget her name, but... Uh, Morgan. Yeah. Focus on her, uh, and make her, like, maybe, like, a Peter Parker's age or something like that, you know, like, in high school, so kind of like that type of young superhero, mm-hmm. and she's trying to live up to the, you know, the mantle of Iron Man, and she's, like, you know, has inherited all his, like, tech and everything, and she's trying to make a name for herself and live up to that legacy of, basically, I, like, her dad saved, like, 50% of like the entire universe, not just earth, you know, yeah. like how do you live up to that type of a, uh, you know, standard right there? Or actually, mm-hmm. Because then Thanos is going to wipe out everyone. So basically he saved every single person in existence in reality. I mean, it's kind of hard yeah. to live up. Hulk, to sa- Hulk is the one who saved half the people by snapping him back. Right. Right. And then Iron Man saved all reality from getting erased by Thanos. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's really hard to live up to that, you know, those shoes, you know, fit in those shoes. So showing her, like, trying to deal with that would be really cool. Uh, and it'd be really cool in a way to introduce, like, a new character for Iron Man that has a relation to it. And then also um, they could make it that he was messing around with putting parts of his memories and stuff into a Jarvis-like, uh, you know, system. That way you can have him around and, you know, guiding her and uh, giving her advice and stuff like that. And still be present in the Iron Man movies without completely like kind of erasing him away, like they did with Riri Williams. 
So he would still be. It's a, so t- technically, um, Tony Stark would still exist in the universe. Just he wouldn't exist a- as like a guy. He'd be an, he'd be the new Jarvis. Right, right. Which which they did. Uh, I I want to clarify. They did do that with Riri Williams. She he was around as like a a Jarvis like thing, but uh, just in the context of here, um, I think his daughter would make more sense as opposed to some random other person taking over the mantle. But I'd like to keep that because, idea of having him be a Jarvis-like thing. That's a great idea because what they could do is that, you know how Jarvis could, could remote pilot the Iron Man suits? They could have one where he's piloting an Iron Man suit and he has a holographic projection of his face like in the comics. Right. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So it's like basically Iron Man, even in death, I'm the hero, Edith. <laughs> yeah, the, Edith. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, th- that's a great way that they that, that they can keep the, the, the legacy character around, but bring in a new generation. Yeah. Uh, I, I and I will say what they need to do is uh, what Marvel has to do is get the movie rights for like X Men and Fantastic Four away from Fox. Right. I think focus I, on getting those back so you can start rolling in those characters not only in the movies but in the comics. Because remember, uh, uh, going back to a lot of stu- uh, stupid decisions that Marvel did that they should. Um, fixed with a reboot, they, they they had the Fantastic Four going around the multiverse. In other words, that they got them away from the main continuity, and then all they did was they uh, they replaced the X Men, put them on their own basically island, and then in place of the X Men, they put the Inhumans. Right, and they killed off Wolverine actually. They like they made Wolverine like die. Remember when he got turned into the adamantium statue? He came back. Yeah, he came back after. Right, right. He came back after. Uh, it's kind of funny. You had him, and then you also had Old Man Logan in the same continuity. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that, that was cool. We'll do o- o- Old Man Lo- the Old Man Lo- Logan story, too, because that's actually a really dope story. But, yeah, so uh, uh, the bottom line when it comes down to it is that we love Marvel, and it has so much potential. It could really, uh, it has the potential to overtake um, DC in terms of comics, but it just doesn't do it. I, I mean, mm-hmm. if it wanted, because let me put it this way, it is the movie, uh, is currently the movie juggernaut. The most popular, most profitable movies in the past 11 years have been Marvel movies. Right. DC is also just enough. starting that. Right. Go ahead. I, I mean, interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, I also just wanted to square that to say that, like, also made pretty much, I think, like, the most movies in a single, like, franchise series. Mm-hmm. And also in the short amount of time. Like, I think the only other thing is, like, maybe James Bond, mm-hmm. which is a lot of different versions of it over the course of, like, you know, 50 years or something. But aside from that, the MCU has, like, 23 movies in just 12 years. That's completely unheard of, you know? And, and, and here's the thing. Going to, to the James Bond analogy, as far as I know, it's not one big continuity. Right, right. It's it, sometimes they reference it, but for the most part, they're kind of like separate based on the actor when they take over, you know? Yeah, where it with Marvel, it's one continuity. Right. It's pretty insane. What I mean, the only other thing I can think of that's lasted this long, a long time with one continuity is Star Wars, where all nine movies are yeah. one continuity for the last 40 years. I can't like him or hate him. Well, actually, with Star Wars, uh, really what they have, anything that's on TV is one continuity. Right. Not just the movies. Right. Which we'll get into. Uh, actually, uh, I mean, maybe we can kind of cheat and talk about Star Wars comics because they're technically done by Marvel, but 
Maybe we won't. We maybe we could use it in comparison to what mm -hmm. Marvel should be doing if we want to squeeze that into the conversation. And keep in mind that you're right, Marvel Comics does publish some Star Wars stuff. So maybe we could cheat in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: they could do because now Marvel owns the rights to like Predator, so they could bring in the Predator right. in the Marvel universe. Right. And just imagine how how awesome that would be. Right. It's like a predator starts hunting like the Punisher. Because uh, what I'm imagining is the Punisher kills a predator, takes the helmet, and wears it, but puts the Punisher skull in the helmet. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Because there was a storyline where he stole the War Machine armor and put a Punisher skull on the chest. Oh, man, that's insane. It's basically Punisher War Machine, bro. Oh, boy, yes. That's yes, another that's awesome. thing that they should do. It... It, um, it, I, I know that that Punisher is kind of a little too mature for like, uh, for like the, the traditional movie guard, but they should bring back like at least the characters, not necessarily the actors of like like Iron Fist and, and the Defenders, and put them in like maybe do a cameo in like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. like put them in the continuity. You have to have more than just these characters because. Let me this way: When you only have the same characters over and over and over and over and over again for like years, because now we have eleven years with these characters, it starts to get really stale and boring. Right. That's why I think if they don't start doing that, DC is just going to start getting more popular and popular and popular. Because when you think about it, yeah. DC is has actually announced quite a variety, uh, quite a various set of characters. I mean, they have a Catwoman series going to HBO. They have a Justice League Dark and Zatanna series going to. HBO, so you have yeah. like a lot of stuff going on there. You have the Batman series, you have the Gotham City Police Department series, you have Titans, you have Young Justice, you have all this. You, you have a lot of different uh, uh, of, of new characters getting their own stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I feel like eventually, if if Marvel keeps doing this, they you could experience that that lead of Marvel and DC getting shorter and shorter now granted dc has to uh, dc film division has a lot to, to catch up to but it's possible they can at least shorten that lead a little bit right particularly if marvel starts coming out with like weird weird movies because i'm not i'm not i'm not sure i'm excited for thor love and thunder because it's basically going to be a romantic comedy and i'm like i can't see thor in a romantic comedy oh man <laughs> they can't do that i mean jane foster thor would be cool well, well, first off, I didn't like Jane Foster Thor, but, but second off, they're going to do a romantic comedy. Dude, no, that's not going to turn out well, brother. Yeah, it could be a bit off. And by the way, the only reason why Captain Marvel made a lot of movie uh, money, I'm convinced, is because it was marketed as required viewing before you watched Endgame. Yeah, I think that got a lot of hype for it. Which is funny, considering it had barely any effect on Endgame, just to tell you, here's Captain Marvel. Right. Because you think about it, she had uh, the, the only real effect that she had on the movie was just showing up at the end and saving them from Thanos bombing everyone. Right, right. She couldn't even. I remember they marketed her during the endgame market cycle like she was going to destroy Thanos. She was going to be their secret weapon. He threw her into a wall and just destroyed her and tried to be Iron Man that saved everyone. Right. I'm like, dude, at least get your marketing right if you're going to do that. Yep. 
But yeah, so, uh, so basically, when it comes down to the MCU, we want more variety of characters because we don't want just Thor movies, even though, Thor, I, I, even though Thor Ragnarok apparently was like a really divisive film among fans. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like we need more, more MCU movies because when you think about it, in the MCU uh, for the last 11 years, it's just been like mostly these characters, mostly like a few amount of characters. I mean, they, they expanded at the end of it for like Captain Marvel again and like other kind of characters. But And what I mean is that not just characters playing supporting roles in other movies, like characters getting their own movies. Mm-hmm. Like they again, in humans movie, that's what I want, Marvel. Come on, give me yeah. that. They could, they could it's do. A, it's just a silent film with just Black Bolt only. It's like you know, like eighty <laughs> silent film. Actually, he sign languages in the movie. I mean, in the show, and his wife is the, the translator. Ah, uh, okay, got it. Yeah, but that'd be hilarious. It, the, the movie is just him staring. <laughs> it's basically all. It's basically all the stares from Twilight. Oh no, you didn't have to go there. Yeah, I know. Well, at least here's the thing I will give Marvel and DC. They have a more accurate portrayal of a werewolf. Oh, man. You're really throwing the shade today. <laughs> yeah, I really am. Yeah. But uh, it's like I would like to see an actual uh, – I mean, probably what's going to happen is that if the Falcon is popular, he'll get his own movie. Right. They're probably doing a series to kind of test the waters, which I understand. What they should do, they need to make an X-Men movie. They need to make, like, maybe, who else um, hasn't really gotten an MCU movie, but but you think would be really cool, lad? Oh, okay. Like an established character or like a that's in the MCU or a new character? No. That's a Marvel character that, that you think um, they should use to put a little more variety of characters uh-huh. instead of just Captain America, Captain Marvel, and all that Let's stuff. Let's see. Uh, someone I was thinking of... I would say Miles Morales, but we already had the Spider-Verse movie. Right. I'd say like almost any of the Spider-Man characters would be awesome, but since that's probably not happening anytime quite too soon, I'm trying to think of someone that I remember reading a bit about Oh man, I kind of forgot. What what could actually be a good movie is like a Thanos movie where it's him and his Black Order doing Thanos things, like maybe his origin. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Let me see. How about I'm looking to do the encyclopedia right now. What should be a good movie? Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Not Kamala Khan, Carol Danvers. Oh, like what they should do is. Is in a future Captain Marvel movie, have her uh, ch- chuck the costume. Yeah. Or go to Kamala Khan and say, "Here, you're Captain Marvel now." It's a, it, it, it's like how Iron Man will and uh, Spider Man goes, "You're an Avenger now. You're Cap. You're Captain Marvel yeah, now." Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Okay. Here, here's something. I really think that it's not technically a new character, but I really think that Rhodey Rhodes, you know, needs to be yes. focused more. Yes, because ever since Civil War, they really started like hyping him up more, like being important in Civil War, mm-hmm. and Infinity War, and Endgame. They really made uh, him a very prominent Avengers character. I would really love to see yeah. something about him, you know, like military, you know, interaction and battle and stuff like that. 
or government yes. espionage or something. Absolutely. He'd be amazing. I really like his character. Like, I'd love to see that. Yeah. It'd be great. You could do Hercules and br- and br- bring in all the Greek gods. And yeah, everything. that'd be pretty cool. That's a good idea too. Yeah. Uh, how about Hawkeye? Where he get he has his own movie because he hasn't got one yet. Yeah. Poor Hawkeye. We can't. I, I was gonna say Jean Grey, but we've already had like three attempts at the Dark Phoenix saga, and they haven't turned out that well. Yeah. I would say Green Goblin, but uh, but again, it gets into the whole Spider-Man. They don't have the rights yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to think of. They could do. Uh, they could do Ghost Rider, although that actually might be a little scary for for mainstream M- MCU. Right. Right. Oh man, I'm trying to. What? All my favorite characters I want to see are in Spider-Man properties. Spider-Man has too many good characters. They could do Venom, kind of maybe. I mean, again, Spider-Man property. Damn, uh, come on. <laughs> this is why Marvel has to do this. Man, there's so many good Spider-Man characters. Oh, how about a Nick Fury movie? We, we have that, not an MCU. Have you seen that old, part of the old-timey um, Nick Fury movie? No, I mean an actual MCU N- Nick Fury oh. movie where it's just Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury. Really cool. I mean, they always use him as, like, time in between, but... The most he's ever seen at screen time is like in Civil War, not Civil War, in uh, Winter not Soldier. Civil. He was in Civil War. Winter Soldier and, uh, you know, the Captain Marvel movie. That's like the, oh, and okay, Spider-Man Homecoming. He had a big role in that too. But he he's had, he doesn't mm-hmm. have too many big roles. Actually, it was movies. Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home. That's what I meant. Yeah, Far From Home. Um, they, they don't give him too much screen time. He's more just like the mysterious figure that shows up and says, you know, like, do you want to join the Justice League? You know, mm-hmm. not the Justice League, dude. I was just, I was just referencing Batman from JL. Like he's like, you want to join the Justice League? <laughs> oh, there's one more thing I, I I have to say about the MCU. So recently, Feige came out and said, Doctor Sh- said that also a thing they're going to do is establish the multiverse. They have to be tread very carefully with this because. For the average movie go, the average moviegoer is not a comic book nerd. So the idea of the multiverse is gonna be really hard to explain to people. Right. I think I think people have a tough time understanding time travel in Endgame still. Yeah, pe- people are still theorizing on how on how that worked and what happened. So and to be honest, they have to be really clear on how on on the different Earth concept because I feel like what'll happen is that someone will go, "Isn't he a zombie?" Oh no, that's another Earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that they have to tread very extremely carefully. I mean, Marvel. I mean, DC kind of has that has this all set up because they're all uh, their their whole live action line is pretty much in one multiverse. I mean, Flash basically confirmed this with Ezra Miller showing up in the Flash TV show. Mm-hmm. That's that pretty much confirms that they're in the same multiverse. And then you have Zack Snyder said, "My thing is kind of in the multiverse." Right. So DC has has done this really well and that they just have it for, for like a, a second and, and it's not that much variation so it's not it's not really hard for for people to grasp okay this is this or this is this or this or this or right but what i feel like because people get really confused if you have like a bunch of iron man on here <laughs> yeah what, do- what if the multiverse is how they get the whole it's how it's how they do a Marvel DC crossover like Justice League versus Avengers. That'd be kind of cool. 
that uh, I've always felt that they need that. And what they could do, have the fans vote. Who wins? Here's the lineup of the Avengers. Here's the lineup of the, of the um, Justice League. Do what they did in the 80s when they did the comic book crossover. Have the fans vote on who wins as you're making the script and then and then uh, finalize it. That would be great. And also, don't right. tell the fans the results of the uh, of the uh, of the like poll. What you can do is you can put out like a presidential approval poll, like it's an itemized list on who wins, and, and, and like you fill in the circles. It's, it's not like one of those bar polls. And in other right. words, they, they make it so you can't see who's winning. That way, it's a surprise when the movie co- um, comes out and you see who wins. Although, right. let's be honest, dude. The Justice League goes up against the Avengers. Who's winning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good question. Should we let the fans... De- would it be like the fans decide? Or uh, would it be more... In like, terms of the movie, yeah. I-, I think it should be the fans um, actually decide. Like, what they do, when they announce it, the, the day they announce it, what they do is they say... We're going to put out a poll and like tomorrow or like a week from now or, or like however a point in time. And then the fans can vote on who wins. And it'll be, be like one question, who wins, the Justice League or the Avengers? And what they could do is they could explain that they could have a video that explains here's the, here are the members of the Avengers with their power set. Here are the members of the Justice League. Here's who would fight who and tell, me, and tell us who would win, who, who wins based on this information. Right. Because, dude, this would generate comic book debate and discussion. With this movie, would never be out of discussion the entire time of its marketing cycle. Yeah, <laughs> and the way that they do the trailers is they is they don't they don't show like one character standing over another character in defeat. I mean, in victory, what they do is that they just show them fighting. That's it. Right, right. And then they could have a scene where. They could do it kind of like in BVS where they have the battle and then the League and the Avengers team up. Can you imagine like an endgame moment where it's the DC and the Marvel universe coming together through portals? Oh, man, that'd be pretty uh, How pretty great insane. would that be? And they didn't tell us that was going to happen? Yeah. Because let's face it, they kept the whole portal scene a secret, which was like the best thing coming out of the MCU ever. Right. But just imagine, I, I mean, and then you also have, dude, you have the Marvel versus all, I mean, the, the, the superheroes versus all the supervillains, like Darkseid teams up with Thanos. Right. But yeah, so, the, yeah, so, so that's pretty much what they could do is have the fans vote on, on which side wins. Which, let's be honest, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, let me put it this way, lad. You're l- less biased than I am. Who do you, honestly, if the Justice League or the Avengers went up against each other, who do you think would win? Ooh, Justice League versus the Avengers. Man, I mean, I will say it's a tough, it's a tough question because I, I will say the Justice League has see. Superman and Wonder Woman. Just, they do have one, but I think the most valuable asset. Yeah, honestly, they have Batman, Batman too. Like, <laughs> I think a more, more fair fight would be Batman versus the Justice League plus oh, the Avengers. He still who would win. <laughs> or okay, okay, how Batman plus Iron Man versus the Justice League and the, the Avengers? Like the two like most Here's the, the best people. 
it, it would really ju- just be a fight between Batman and, and the Avengers because Batman already has his contingency plans for the Justice League. That's that that yeah. would be would be basically over as fast as it was in BVS. Oh boy, yeah. yeah but see, see, here's the thing. Here's why I go D, I go Justice League, not not just because I'm a DC fan. Look at how power. Uh, look at the powerhouses on the Justice League. Plus, you have the Flash. Right. We did an episode on the Infinite Mass Punch and how he travels back in time. So, in, in other words, if it's going against the league, he can just go back in time and change history. Right. It was just all. I can't see the, the, the Avengers coming out of this one, particularly since you have a lot of pe- more people on the Avengers without powers. It's a it's a good point. A lot of the Avengers characters and their you know associated friends in the MCU. Don't have powers. I want to be clear on that. In the MCU, tech, yeah, in, yeah, in the MCU, in the MCU, there's uh, not a lot of powers and more tech, and sometimes not even any tech. Like you know, uh, Hawkeye is dude just bone dude is Katniss Everdeen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, or and uh, you know, there's a few characters that don't have any power. That's why I think the league would just because the, the movie league you have like Aquaman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, let's see who who else do you have that's like ridiculously powerful. You have like um, you have who uh, I'm trying trying to think of some other me- uh, members. Oh yeah, you have like the Flash again. Go back in time. We're gonna have Green Lantern, so. You're not exactly the, the the MCU Avengers are not exactly looking so good, right? Boy, but I think we I think we gave some pretty good pointers for Marvel mm-hmm. to do to improve their comics and stuff. I think we covered some pretty good topics in yeah, general, yeah. like what they can do to improve everything. So I'm and glad once again, I want to be very clear that. to the audience: we are not Marvel haters. We love right. Marvel. In fact, Marvel is probably the re- the reason why a lot of us got into comics because of the MCU, or at least yeah, as real. into the MCU as into comics as we are. Because I was into comics before I saw the MCU, because of the Justice League cartoon. But still, it, it, it's like let me put this way: I wouldn't be into Marvel if it were not for the MCU. And right. uh, when I see all the, by the way, here's another thing you need: a Squadron Supreme movie. But anyway, with Power Princess look exactly like Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. played by Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. That'd be great. But anyway, so it would be like Mar- Marvel is super good. I love Marvel. Uh, I love uh, all the Marvel heroes to a certain degree. I hate Kamala Khan, but there are no! lots. Of, I, I like the the majority of the Marvel characters. I like. It's just the execution of Mar of the Marvel company is terrible, and I think that they should follow what DC is doing <laughs> now. In order to surpass it, once again, DC is putting the is really when you think about it, putting the fans ahead of 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 their own agenda because of what they're doing is they're saying, if it doesn't sell, it it doesn't get it get renewed or written. Because let me put it this way, I'm gonna say one more thing on this. So when they announced the new Warriors, like the the the, the one that got derided on social media, rightly so, it. It was like the most downvoted video on Marvel's whole YouTube page. If that had been if that had been DC, uh, now they would have just canceled the entire thing and said, "No, we're done. We'll, we'll pay you your kill fees, and you're done." <laughs> I mean, they probably whatever have released the first issue if it was done already. But basically, what they would have done is is 
released the first issue and then said, series done. We can't do this anymore. Because uh, no yeah. one was, even woke people weren't liking that video. They were saying, you're just making fun of us, Marvel. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so before we go, I'll give you guys a quick update on the podcast. Again, we're doing a lot of Marvel-themed episodes. Next episode, Lad and I are going to be in studio finally. That's and right. And then we'll be talking about, like, if, if we're going to kind of do a two-parter. We're going to talk about our favorite Marvel. Uh, by two-parter, I mean it's going to be one episode, but we're going to have two, two different sections. We're going to talk about, one, our favorite Marvel stories, and two, we're going to build our own team of Avengers, but we can't pick any of the le- of the legacy Avengers. Like we can't pick Captain America, can't pick. A- basically, what we'll do is that I know a lot of people have been on the Avengers team, like even Wolverine. So what we'll do is we'll say like you can't have like these five characters on your team. That's it. Like yeah. you can't have the the MCU Avengers from Avengers One. That's basically what you can't have. And then when we go back to DC, we'll do the same thing for DC. Right. And uh, all right. So uh, that was a really good episode. Yeah, I think we got into a lot of good, good territory. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we really covered some good topics today. So that was a good supersized episode. And then, by, by the way, to hype you guys up for DC, what I think we should do is we should talk up. We should do an episode on what the DC movies have to do in, in order to, um, to, to get like super popular, like the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like we'll do right. essentially what we did now, except for DC movies, and to a certain extent, maybe even DC comics, because yeah. we want to be fair to both sides, even though we love DC. Mm. All right, lads, th- thanks for hopping on. No problem. This was a lot of fun, as always. All right, I will see you guys in the next episode. As always, stay heroic. <laughs>